1: What is up, all of my beautiful freaking people? Welcome to another episode of FML Talk that is going to be raw, real, and pretty much in the shit with me. So sit back. I suggest you and I both grab the bottle of fucking wine. And welcome to FML Talk. Oh my God. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19. Can you believe us shit? Hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. He did what? 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on our
0: Instagram? And this is FML Talk. Oh, no, she didn't.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you can hear in my voice.
0: It's been a really, really difficult month. And what's so stupidly hilarious about this specific solo episode that I'm sitting down to record
1: is that I was supposed to be doing my first interview back on someone else's show today. Got up, did like, you know, shitty vibe makeup, showered after a really bad night's sleep and got on to do this interview, could not get the links to work. Like the universe was like just Stop. (laughs) I'm going to blame it on the massive eclipses that are going on right now. I know you guys are listening to this in November. I am recording this on what fucking day is it? October 12th. And the past 30 days in my life have been a actual joke. I know you guys have seen a little bit of me talking about it on my Instagram and... I haven't like really opened up about a lot of it. Some of it we're going to talk about today. Some will be more cryptic for people's privacy. But I was like, well, everyone keeps telling me they want authentic fucking just me shooting the shit and updating you on life type of solo episodes. So here the fuck we go. (laughs) You guys heard on last month's solo that All of this kind of shit show that's been going on started with Tay's back going out. I won't revisit how horrible and scary that was. An update on that. He is fine now and better. It was a really horrific back spasm. He does have two slightly bulging discs, but they are kind of par for the course for his age. And that's not what was causing the pain. It was just a horrific back spasm. And if you've ever had them, you know how like incredibly debilitating they are. I've experienced them put me in a wheelchair. It was horrible. So he was out for about a week. Thankfully, we got the MRI results and it was just rest and recovery. And he has done so. And you know, has had some moments where his back gets sore, but like nothing like that. So we are on the mend on that first big challenge that we had. Very shortly, you guys, I'm going to cry through this entire episode.
0: Because I am so tired and not even from not sleeping. Like my son is sleeping like a fucking champ, knock on wood, because you're not supposed to tell other moms that. But here I am. Because my spirit is so tired. And I hope that by the time you guys hear this and are sending me DMs about like, oh my God, we love you and we're here from you, I'm like, everything's fine. That was weeks ago, but it's been, it's been tough. So shortly after, everything in my body right now is like, Gabrielle, you should just stop recording and like not release this as an episode. But you know, FML. Shortly after that, Tay had
1: a falling out with someone very close to him. And that drastically affected his spirit and his energy and was very sad for all of us. We're hoping that it'll, it will eventually be rectified, but it has not. And it's been roughly a month now. And that relationship falling through also put a lot of extra financial pressure on Tay and I. Mind you, this all was taking place while our industry, the Writers Guild and the actors, Screen Actors Guild, are in a strike. So you guys know that Tay is an actor, but if this strike and if you're on TikTok has taught us anything, the general public had the mentality of like, If you're an actor, you just make a ton of money and like, you know, poor you for going on strike and not working. That is obviously so not the case. Ninety seven percent of the members of Screen Actors Guild have multiple jobs so that they can afford to not work and try and book a job when they audition. When you do book a job, they're usually not super high paying jobs. Being an actor is fucking brutal. I. I am thankful that my career has shifted in the way that it has so that I am not relying on being an actor because it is fucking tough. But my husband is an actor. Apart from going and auditioning and attempting to book work in that sense, he also coaches at um, one of the top kids' acting schools in Los Angeles. And his main form of income is coaching kids. And putting them on tape for auditions. Seemingly overnight, when the actors went on strike, that stopped. And even before, so when the writers went on strike, all of that stopped. So we were sitting at home with a newborn in this new house that we purchased and committed to. I was like four or five weeks postpartum, like dealing with all the hormones that come with that. And then on top of that, this falling out happens right after he was out of work for a week because of his back. And this falling out put more financial pressure on us. So it was just like a big ball of like, suck. (laughs) And that was the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) This next part is kind of difficult for me to talk about because I struggle when I come on here with like being completely transparent and raw and open and protecting other people's privacy, although I feel like this person would understand why I need to talk about it. But
0: you guys ask me a lot to talk about friendships ending and how to put up boundaries. This is like kind of ridiculous. I should like really pause and
1: collect myself. (sighs) You guys ask me all the time about ending friendships and how difficult it is. And I preach all the time that you need to have really strong boundaries with people in life. And I had to put my money where my mouth was recently. One of my very best friends has been in a toxic relationship for quite a while. And as I have talked about on this show before, you cannot make someone see that they are in a toxic relationship. And even if they do see it and recognize it, they will not leave until they decide it's time. You can't force them to. And I, I get DMs often about people saying, my friend's in this horrible relationship. Like, I don't know what to do. How do I help her? How do I get out? You can't. And it's the most frustrating thing in the world. None of my friends could get me to see that with Javier. I can't get her to see that with this person. And something had happened between them that caused her to make some bad decisions. And the last time that happened, I had said to her, like, I love you. I'm always going to be here for you. If you call, I will pick up the phone. But like, the behavior that you're demonstrating because of this relationship has to change like or I can't do this anymore. This was when I was pregnant before Stone was born. Cut to her really getting her shit together. I was so proud of her and a lot of changes were made although she was still in this relationship and you know asked us to give this person another chance and you know, try and support what was going on in her life. And we did. We chose to do that. And everything seemed okay for a little while until it wasn't. And I can't go into the situation that actually went down. Maybe one day she will want to come and be open and talk about it because I think it will help a lot of people out there that struggle with similar things and have been in this situation, but it's not my story to tell the details of. But something happened that I had to then enforce that boundary that I had talked about the last time that it happened. And what that looked like was me saying, look, I love you and I will always be here for you. And I I will always pick up the phone if you call. But if you're going to choose to stay in this relationship, I have to take a step back to protect myself and protect my family. And it was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. I then had a conversation with the person who she's in the relationship with. And he was like, if she's going to lose you and Tay over this, like, I will gracefully bow out. And I said, Are you ready to put your money where your mouth is? And. Apart from a very few messages I've received, we haven't spoken in the past three to four weeks. She hasn't seen my kid. She hasn't been through um, or
0: been with me through all the stuff I've been dealing with, which has been really difficult for me to not have one of my people who's so important to me, here for me during this time. During this time, meaning like when we're all supposed to be celebrating this awesome new life that is in the world and when people are supposed to be supporting me through, you know, postpartum and all the things. I'm so glad I got up and put makeup on this morning, you guys. (laughs) But also for the other stuff that I've been dealing with this month, which we will get into shortly.
1: Summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon. One of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is factor meals. No prep, no mess, no cleanup meals.
0: I feel really bad for the people that tuned in this morning and they were like, Yeah,
1: Gabrielle, make us feel better about our lives. Let's have some girl talk. And I'm just like here crying through the entire episode. But you know, sometimes you got
0: to be, you got to show up real and you have to not pretend like shit's okay when it's not. So, on top of the other stuff we've been dealing with, I've really been grieving that friendship. And I'm sure. Eventually, we will be able to come together and patch things and,
1: you know, make things better to rebuild that friendship in the future. And it's been really difficult for me to, half of my brain says, okay, you know, she's clearly like going through something and you should be there to support her through that. And, you know, Be there as a friend to go through that with her. And the other half of me is saying, You have to enforce the boundary that you set because it's not okay in the long run. And you can't keep putting yourself in a toxic situation for someone else, especially someone who is close with me, close with Tay, you know, is supposed to be a part of my kid's life. Like that the end of the day, like that's my priority to protect those people and to protect myself. And it's been really fucking hard to put my money where my mouth is and practice what I preach. So that's been really devastating for me and really like weighing on me, especially during a time that's supposed to be like celebratory. And then on top of all of that, (laughs) I Got a call from my mom that my dad, for those of you that don't know, yes, I la- I lost my biological father when I was six. We've done episodes on that. You will know all about that. But my stepdad, who my mom was married to from the time that I was nine to 18, is very much so my dad.
0: He walked me down the aisle at my first wedding. He was there at my second wedding with Tay and I, he's my dad so I got a call from my mom that uh, that he had gone into the hospital for kidney failure and they were able
1: to stabilize him and he then went back uh, the next week for a biopsy surgery and they found a mass that was cancer There's a whole slew of uh, botched surgeries and airlifting him from one hospital to another and just like one thing after another. But the main reality of it is that he went from being completely fine and healthy and not sick a day in his life to having full-blown cancer. And all of this... Was happening in October. And I want to explain why that's important and then try and find some fucking silver linings on this episode. So we're not just like sitting in the shit. But thank you for sitting in the shit with me. I'm hoping I will feel better after recording this. We shall see TBD. All of this was happening during October. And October is notoriously a difficult month for me subconsciously because that's when I lost my dad.
0: (laughs) So I'm sitting here, so overwhelmed, dealing with all of these things, and then finding out this stuff with my dad on top of that, and wanting so badly to get on a plane and fly out to Albuquerque, where he is. And then I'm like, well... The reality of me doing that with an eight week old is like kind of impossible unless Tay and I and Stone all go. And then Tay is getting pulled away from the work that he is picking
1: up. It's been it's been a month. So I had to take a step back and be like, okay. first of all, I know in my soul and I want you to hear this when shit happens in your life in like multiple realms like when one thing after another is happening that is the universe clearing house that is the universe being like this person is about to up level and have some massive shit that they have been manifesting that they have been wanting that they have been working towards come into their life and before that arrives it is time to clear house And that doesn't mean like that can mean a myriad of different things that can mean removing people from your life that can mean bringing up old beliefs for you to like face and rectify and heal that can mean clearing out shitty energy like it can be a whole slew of different things, but it happens in a big fucking way to clear house before something big comes the other thing that i truly believe that it does is right before you're about to get something very big you've been working towards or manifesting or whatever you want to call it the universe is like okay i'm ready to give it to you you sure <laughs> you sure you're you're ready and it's almost like a test of are you going to fold or are you ready to move through The rest of the shit to get what you've been wanting so badly. I do really believe that wholeheartedly. And even if you tell me it's not true, for the love of God, I'm holding on to that with all I have. (laughs) Because, I mean, even my mom, who you guys know pretty well now from being on the show, especially if you listen to the minis, she was even like, I don't know how you're still standing. (laughs) It was literally just like one thing after another. After that, there's been like minimal stuff, like Tay finding out that he has an infection in his tooth, had to go get two teeth pulled that, like, was like an extra two grand that insurance wouldn't cover. And he was like in a crazy amount of pain because there was a gnarly infection in his mouth. Like, it's just been insane. And I think what's been most frustrating for me is that before all of this stuff happened this month, the first three to four weeks that I was at home as a new mom with my kid, I was so happy and like killing it. Like people were like, are you tired? Are you exhausted? I was like, honestly, no, like I'm doing really fucking great. Like I felt like I was producing the shit out of my household. I was like kind of oddly thriving and I was so happy with this little person And I hormonally, like, was pretty level and pretty okay. Like, all the scary stuff that TikTok had, like, freaked me out about, about, like, your hormones dip and your postpartum and depression and da-da-da. Like, I wasn't experiencing any of that. I was really, like, feeling, like, really great. And then the, like, pillars around me just started fucking crumbling. And... At one point, I just had to throw my hands up and be like, I can't control any of this, which, as you guys know, is my biggest fucking lesson in this life. Because all I want to do is be able to control things around me so that everyone and everything is working the right way and is happy. And I was doing a really great job at that in my little nucleus of a family. And the universe was like, okay, cool. She's still not letting go. Let's give her all of these lessons to see how she reacts to that. And at the end of the day, I have had to just fucking let go. And it's like, how do you do that when it's, you know, a best friend that you no longer have here anymore? How do you do that when it's a family member that's in the hospital? Like, How do you do that? It's so much easier said than done. And I've continually had to rebalance myself and sit down and like breathe deeply
0: and cry. And it's been
1: really tough. I always say everything happens for a reason. I am a firm believer of that. I will take that to my fucking grave. I also always say, sometimes you can't see that reason while you're in the shit. And I am currently waiting in large, large piles of poop. (laughs) But I do, in my heart, know that it's all happening for a reason. So I continue to tell myself to breathe and look for those reasons. And I know that when they appear, it's all going to make sense and it will all be worth it. And the shit that's coming in, guys, if it's what I've been working on and manifesting is going to be massive and huge. And I will then bow down and be like, fuck it. It's all worth it. So holding on to that. I also want to remind you when you go through stuff like this to find your people and lean into them. My mother,
0: I mean, like I don't even have words for how much she's been here for me in so many different types of ways. Christopher McNeely, who you guys heard back in season three on the premiere episode he's also been on a couple of the minis just being able to have people hold space for you and honestly really all of you guys because I really do feel your love when you send messages and I really do appreciate all of you guys being here and keeping me in your thoughts and having my back
1: Speaking of having my back, <laughs> this week was kind of wild because I got a comment on the photos on my Instagram of all of us at the pumpkin patch where I covered both of the kids' faces, my my bonus daughter and Stone's faces, and uh, it was you know some comment talking shit like it's so dumb why are you covering their faces like we've seen them in other photos, and while that might be somewhat true the photos that I've shown of Stone and posted of him are A, of when he's a very, very small infant and they all look like fucking blobs and B, very artsy photos of like half of his face or like, you know, the lighting is blown out, like very carefully crafted photos. So I took a screenshot of that comment and I put it on my story and I, I said with the reply, which was something to the form of respectfully, this is my page and they're my kids and I'll post them how I want. Not like crazy, just matter of fact. And I posted that on my story and they (laughs) and said, you know, like I knew this was going to happen. Like I have been very on the fence of whether to share them on social media or not. For right now, this is my decision. And like, I don't really care about people's opinions, especially if you do not have my phone number to call and share that opinion with me. This woman proceeded to screenshot photos of Stone off of my page and post them on her page as an actual like feed post, tag me in them saying, Gabrielle Stone why hide their faces when we can clearly see them, share them on her story and tag me with really like rude one-liners like, ah, that newborn first post announcement, like bullshit like that. And I fucking lost it. (laughs) Especially because now you guys have heard what this month has been. This was on top of all of that. And that's my fucking kid. And like the mama bear came out very quickly. I'm also a Scorpio. So, you know, put those two things together. It's fucking brutal. Anyways, I went on to my stories and I never asked my followers to go and like, you know, bully anyone, which I did not. I just simply said, please go report this account. She then changed her name of the account because she was getting reported so much, continued to have people report. And I saw so much support. I literally had like hundreds and hundreds of DMs that day. So thank you guys for coming to my defense. The photos were then taken down and then she changed her name yet again uh, on the account to (laughs) Gabrielle Stoner Boner. So I think maybe instead of FMLers, we start calling ourselves the stoner boners, because to me, that just really rings true for what we're doing here at FML Talk. <laughs> I mean, dude, the fucking cuckoo brainwave that must have been going on in that individual. Also, if you happen to be listening to this show because you were following me and Tay, A, respectfully, go fuck yourself. Um, B, like, Can you just be like people just need to be a kind human with all the fucking shit that's going on in our world today. Like, let's just start being nice to each other and see why do you care so much about like if someone wants to show their kid's face or not. That in itself is creepy. So let's like look inward maybe and and do some therapy on that that shit was like very wild for me to experience. And if I was on the fence before of, oh, I really want to show these awesome cute pictures I have of my kid, uh, that put me over the edge real fucking fast. And I feel bad and sorry for all of my like loyal followers that just want to see glimpses into my life. I do share a little bit more on the close friends group that's part of the patreon subscription but that was a very jarring experience to go through that i don't wish on anybody it felt like super violating and just weird and fucking creepy at the core of it okay you guys a little housekeeping. And then we're going to actually get into one of your FML stories. Although I feel like this entire fucking episode has been one giant fucking FML of my life. So we'll see if whoever submitted a story this week can top that. <laughs> I want to remind all of you who are listening to this show. First of all, thank you so much for being here. I love you guys tremendously. This show is supported by all of the ads that you hear on this show. And it really helps us if you cannot skip through the ads and just take a couple minutes to let them play through when you're listening to them. I am very adamant that I don't take on sponsors of products I have not tried and loved that don't feel in line with things that I would want um, to... Be sold to me in my own life. So if you are a lover and a supporter of mine, when you listen to the episodes weekly, please just like allow the ads to play through because that is how we are able to financially keep the show going. And that is the only source of income that the show sees. Like that is how podcasts make money. Secondly, I am going to be restructuring the show in January. I put a post up with some polls on uh, my Instagram this week and have gotten feedback from you guys. Basically, everybody wants more Tay. (laughs) And everybody is also requesting more solo episodes. So right now, my idea is to have, um, obviously, there's like usually four episodes in a month. Sometimes there's five. But to have a solo episode where It's kind of more of like a life update like this, only it'll be happier because eventually like the tides have to change and I won't be fucking crying to you guys, but it'll be more of like a life update. What's going on? Like, I know you guys loved the birth episode, stuff like that, although it won't be huge events in that respect. And then we will do an episode with Tay and I that will, you know, sometimes they'll be more like stuff we've gone through currently together or we'll do more listener questions that are based around relationships or specific topics and then we will have a guest episode where i interview an expert like the interviews you guys are used to hearing and then one episode that's more like morgan willett or you know the sex episodes that we've done like some like fun girl talk vibe uh, that type of guest with me uh, that kind of comes on to shoot the shit. That is what I am thinking. I love to get your guys' feedback. So if you're hearing this and you have thoughts or feelings on that, please feel free to shoot me a DM about like if you think that's a great idea. If you're like I will not listen to this or I will I would love to hear this more. Like please feel free to shoot me a message. I obviously cannot please everyone, but I want to make sure that you guys are loving the content we are putting out and are stoked to be listening. I also think we need to maybe shorten the episodes a little bit because a lot of the feedback I got was like, I'm so fucking busy. I don't have time to like get through a whole 45 to an hour episode anymore so i'm wondering if maybe we start going more towards like the 30 to 45 range. So let me know your feedback on all of that stuff. Lastly, um if you guys are not on Patreon, it's so fucking invaluable the minis that are on there. They're usually like 15 to 20 minute episodes. There's like 10 seasons now. There's one season with my mom that's all about like the healing work she does and like invaluable stuff. So if you're going through any type of stuff, you need to be binging the minis. Um, There's also a bunch of seasons that are just ridiculous fun. I have like guests on that you have heard on this show that tell like dirty secrets. Like it's the minis are really, really awesome and very fun. And by joining Patreon, you get the minis, but you also get added to my close friends on Instagram, where I'm taking you behind the scenes on a whole new journey that I'm on. And you get a lot more details that I can't share uh, publicly. We do a bunch of Q&As and stuff. And it's it's a lot of fun. People have been really, really enjoying that. And then you also get weekly blog posts from me that are updates on my life. And they're written very a la FML style. And you get added to the Facebook group and get 10% off your merch. It's basically like, A really great deal for $10 a month. Um, And you're supporting me in a really difficult time in our industry. And I appreciate you and love having you here. All right. Now that I've cried and bared my soul to you all and I hope that you are not depressed from this episode. I hope that you have a little bit of inspiration of like, if I can go through it and still hold on to the fact that everything's happening for a fucking reason and we're going to get through it. And eventually I'm going to do a solo episode where I'm like, hey, remember when I told you all of that fucked up shit and I cried for like 30 minutes on the podcast? I now know all the reasons why it was happening and here they are. (laughs) I hope you can hold on to that. It's coming. I promise. Let's get into one of your FML stories. Here we go. Hey, Gabrielle, here is my layered trifle cake of an FML story. All names have been changed. During my relationship with my first real love, Mason, my childhood friend Ray was dating a girl named Mel. Mel needed a place to live and I didn't hesitate to open my doors to her because I had known Ray for so long and trusted that she would be a good company. I wanted to try and help this girl get on her feet, so I would drive her to work and then went off to my job. After only a few days of staying with me while I was at work, she tried to break into my apartment. I came home to see damage to my window, and she didn't come back that night. She admitted responsibility, saying she started to try to break in, but then felt bad. I didn't care. I got in touch with her father and had him retrieve her belongings, and Ray dumped her. Fast forward six months and I'm still in a relationship with Mason. We had been together for two years at this point and I noticed his behavior starting to change. I don't remember exactly how it happened, but one night we connected that one of his coworkers was the same girl that tried to break into my house last spring. I gave him credit because he had never met her while she was still living with me, but Mason's face went ghostly and he was very quiet the rest of the night. I thought he just felt awkward having to work with someone who wronged me. Turns out Mel had gotten a job at the same restaurant my boyfriend worked at, flirted with him, shown him explicit pictures of herself, and sure enough, he fucked her. He even took her out on a date. Then she messaged a friend of mine and confessed this so I would be sure to find out. At 21 years old, this heartbreak hit harder than any grief I had ever felt. Ooh, I hear that, girl. A mere days after I found out about the infidelity, Ray's mom died. Ray and Mel had not been on good terms since their breakup so when I unexpectedly saw her at the funeral I collapsed into my friend's arms sobbing hard I was sick to my stomach already let alone having to see her in a cocktail dress and inappropriately high heels at my friend's mother's memorial service this all took place nine years ago and I'm happy to say I've grown into a woman I'm proud of thanks to Gabrielle I live authentically in wholesome happiness every day thank you fuck yeah girl ugh It never shocks me how stingy people can be and like how low they decide to go. I am so sorry you experienced this. I am so glad it was nine years ago and you have been able to put it behind you and move on. And I love this last sentence. I live authentically in wholesome happiness every day. I am going to adopt that um, for the next few weeks and try to try to really like strive for that every day. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for hanging in with me during this like crazy hectic fucking time. I love you all dearly. I promise you a wildly fun episode for December because we are going to celebrate the holidays no matter what the fuck is going on in life. But I do know that all of you listening expect authenticity and realness from me. So I hope you got that in a real and raw way today. I love you guys. I will see you all next week. All right, FMLers, if you don't want to miss an episode, make sure to follow on your favorite podcast app. And if you're loving the show, drop us a five-star rating and leave a review. You can keep up with me on Instagram at Gabrielle Stone or the podcast page at FML Talk Podcast. For all the merch and books signed personally by me, you can shop the FML line on eatprayfml.com. And as always, have a fucking self-love cocktail on me. Cheers. Welcome to As a Woman.
0: Fertility Hormones and Beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Crawford, and I am a fertility physician and co-founder of Fora Fertility in Austin, Texas. We will talk about a wide range of topics, including the menstrual cycle, your hormones, infertility, IVF, mental health, and well, beyond. So join us and become part of the community of collaboration that amplifies others as a woman.
1: This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.